Yo, this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. What's up, everybody? This is, whoa, half of the year almost gone. Like, it literally is. And uh, this is V, uh, a.k.a. Vernon English. Basically, you know, on the West Coast, this is the weirdest podcast you will ever hear on no, no, no. Seriously, uh, shouts out to everybody on the West Coast. Shouts out to everybody doing their thing, working on their brands, companies, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of that grown-up talk and rhetoric and rigor more. But basically, you listen to this podcast if you're a writer, if you're curious as to what a writer thinks and, you know, quite what projects I'm working on and how they influence what it is that I do on a daily basis. So, you know, strapping to strapping, you know, enjoy the ride. <laughs> it's basically, you know, the interpretation. One day I will get to the point of actually doing a video podcast, but honestly, I would rather, I don't even know if I'll do it obscure and have my face covered or have a hole in my mask or something like that where I can smoke my weed and, uh, you know, give people this mysterious air and they can look up all my pictures on Facebook or whatever and, you know, surmise what I look like today. But I, I kind of, you know, revere the artistry for the art form versus the person or the persona. But, I mean, not as to meander and get off into semantics and my tangents because my tangents make sense. So. Let me, let, let me explain. Also, hit the subscribe button uh, to anyone who wants to sponsor. Look, I, I, I'm sponsored by Spotify. I love Spotify. I love them. I love Anchor and all of what they do. If you love weed, I, I love weed. <laughs> Please do not let my exterior fool you. So if there's any you know marijuana companies that want to sponsor at least the written word, and or a, a gentleman who loves their product. Uh, Candescent, that's a California brand, shots out to them. Uh, Farmer and the Felon, shots out to them. I, I love their brand. Uh, anytime I have the opportunity to purchase, I am the first one in line to do so. There's not even a second or third thought in my mind. But now, back to what I was talking about before. I like artistry to speak for itself you feel me like versus me looking into the person versus you know their their wikipedia and in this day and age there is no zero anonymity when it comes to sharing the art form because the viewer or the fan uh, such as myself and the art or artist uh, loves to look into who created said art form and so it's an interesting concept that wasn't, you know, usually as big as it is in the past 10 to 20 years, where back in my day or in the earlier days, uh, people had a little bit of uh, mysterious air to them. Uh, they had, you know, their travels and the paparazzi would catch them in different places. But generally what they were doing was none of the concern if it wasn't in a tabloid paper or things like this. And I find that interesting because it, I'm constantly being inundated with this conversation of what it is that I do on my daily basis. And I'm like, yo, like, 
I'm focusing on, you know, bettering myself, bettering my thinking, bettering my transitions to uh, accentuate my time. And so basically, you know, meaning having it of meaning, but not having everything mean something, but when I intend for it to, then it inevitably uh, showcases that versus me worrying about what someone else is thinking of what I'm doing. And that is, you know, a catharsis in itself. <laughs> so this is also in doubles as a writer's room for anyone else who listens to my podcast. You must understand that uh, this lesson, if you've heard nothing from a guy with a permanent tan standing before you, um, even if no one, you know, truly wants to listen to my podcast, but they will inevitably do so, uh, I want them to understand that as a creative, their endeavors are their own. And, and it, it, there's a, a acute amount of energy that is put forth towards your creative effort. And so to focus that and to sharpen that, and literally what I mean by focusing on that does not encompass the worrying of what someone else thinks of how you uh, come up with your, your material or even how you spend your time. And uh, writers know this, uh, seasoned definitely writers know this, of you know getting to the nitty gritty, uh, setting a lesson plan or setting a set of goals or a deadline versus you know crunching it and making it something that uh, is not fun. And inevitably you wanna have something that is fun. So th those are just the things. I'll comment on it uh, more and more because they're so, it's a multifaceted subject but I, I constantly get this like itch or twitch when someone always comments and says something about the, the use of time or rather doing nothing and you know the, the acceptance of something when someone inevitably is doing something when they are doing this quote unquote nothing. And um, you know to the creative everything is something. So you, you just have to find your own niche, find your own way of doing certain things uh, expressing your dialogue by going to the grocery store or having conversations via text with your friends or family. It's a, a different and a, a constantly evolving sense of messages, but mm, language that develops, even if you shorten or abbreviate certain words. And um, I just, I don't know, I, I led with this and I, I was thinking, I, I it's so many different subjects that I was like checking out <laughs> since the last time I recorded. And it's a cool thing to not be domesticated, but you know, formerly a wild person and to look at how we are viewing this thing that we express as, as a culture or a society. And it's very exciting. I'm uh, excited about the things that are developing more so than the things that we are letting go. And I, 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 this is one of those things, right? I'm a nerd. <clears throat> if wasn't or anyone hadn't noticed that I am the quintessential uh, definition of a nerd. Like I would rather watch Samurai Jack than watch, um, <laughs> you know, uh, a multi-million dollar uh, film, you know, that just came out that was full of action, no shots or any fire, but I, I will get to those things. I, I don't play in the hype. I like things that uh, bring a sense of, not nostalgia, 
but a sense of you know discovery every time I see it again because I'm seeing something new and um, even when I do see new projects which I later will get to um, I will have another revolution or uh, what do you call this uh, system where I'm just cycling through all of these different materials so to be fair if anyone was to ask do I like film yes I like film I like film a lot and no not just porn I'm not even into that anymore <laughs> I got a girlfriend you don't need porn anymore like it's it's another thing but um I, I um you know all these things are cycling through my head and I am the most humblest person when it comes to how I view my peers and how I view my future peers and how I view uh, what has been done in the past it's kind of if uh, a man were going into like a dark room uh, with nothing but photos of great things and you know trying to piece together uh, how to uh, what do you call this uh, see all these great pieces in a dark room but not placing them uh, in the water at once uh, just from the negative but at least trying to uh, grasp on any piece of light to shed on any of the pieces so that I could see uh, the full negative uh, without stepping outside of the room. And um, that's one of the ideas of what I've constantly been doing this past week. And I'm really, really excited because I have, you know, I'm going to split this one into another podcast for a two-part, but just to talk about, you know, uh, Batman Beyond, right? Now, this is one of those true nerd things, like, (laughs) you know, you feel nostalgia, but when you say nostalgia, then you always got to, like, comment on your age, and uh, I had a conversation earlier today, because I'm only, like, 35, and uh, born in this cusp area, like, you know, three years removed from the 90s, so you basically call me an 80s kid slash 90s kid, but getting all of that, you know, the decade of uh, the television shows, the culture, uh, the, the music, all of these things. And upon this, you know, there was this evolution, once again, or mass evolution of, you know, media and the internet, AOL, all of that. And one of the things that, you know, stood out to me as a youth was Batman Beyond. Now, I'm not a super, super, super DC uh, comics fan. Like, I won't go out and grab a DC comic versus a Marvel comic per se. So don't <laughs> don't give me in the comment section there. But I love both, you know, the history of both of them. And for me, back as a kid, like, I used to, back when I was probably like eight or nine, uh, used to come back from school and this was, I don't even know, probably 1990-something. And I would get off the bus and then come back to my place. And, you know, somebody or a parent would be there or they wouldn't, but they'd be going to and fro, and it really wouldn't matter because I would have the TV there and they would know where I would be. And one of the shows that would come on in the afternoon, like as soon as you got home from school, was, you know, Batman. And that one... And many other different TV shows in the 90s were different introductions. But the WB had like this uh, big 
production house of cartoons. And so they would wheel them out all hours of the week, uh, sometimes in obscure hours, but yeah, it would be during the daytimes. And it was different because it wasn't no Baby Huey and you know Woody Woodpecker and Bugs Bunny type deal. <laughs> Shouts out to them for the way. You know, uh, anybody from that generation, which I mean, I guess is dwindling, but you know, anybody who watched those cartoons, they have a different mentality of looking at things. And even the most racist characters from Tom and Jerry, that big black lady who looked like Edge Mama, you get, you know, <laughs> how much uh, America has progressed in our ability to uh, media sensibility or to showcase media on a mass platform so that it's not just, you know, bottlenecked up in one station so now that we have multiple ways of expressing it many people have you know expanded their view of what they do or view throughout the day but anyway so back to batman right now it's such a, a large subject since it was around before i was born and obviously you know all the dc characters were and the thing with dc is like you have to like study these guys. You gotta like know their history, know their writers. <laughs> you gotta like know what era of the writers were from. And then you gotta know like what special series were going on and how many episodes or, you know, volumes of the, it is, you know, packed together for a graphic novel. There's the killing joke, there's, you know, um, What's the other one? That's the famous one from the 80s. Then they've got uh, some other dude who's like a doctor. Uh, Hush, I believe that that was what I was kept, kept seeing um, before. This is like 2013 of uh, these like collector's items. The, what do you call, uh, zero year for Batman. These are like just different Rob, these are, uh, Scott Snyder or some Snyder, any of these writers, right? Now, I don't crucify me of those, but uh, it was really just, you know, an in-depth way, and, and one could grade me on one to ten, I'm probably like a strong six, seven, when it comes to knowing, you know, information about Batman and his history, but that was just my introduction when I was a kid of this uh, character, and it was dope because I got this, like, whole entire world inundated all at once you got all these different characters you had all these different seasons you had all these different uh, ways of how a story could be told and DC was very very you know uh, on the animated tip they are bar none one of the best uh, in their animated features of showcasing it and I have to get back to you on the name of the actor or the voice actor for the Batman but that it's really even the classic sense, not even, you know, exaggerated that way, but it's really, really good to see. And uh, I'm just, you know, developing this character in my head and I'll share this uh, in the next podcast, <laughs> how it influences, you know, my characters. My characters are so plenty and I'm putting the finishing touches on my book and I'm just trying to like piece it in my head how I want to do it and just, you know, 
make it clean, make it make sense, but I have to read it through. And once I get that read through, like it's just basically done and it's completed. But this character is based off of not, you know, Bruce Wayne, not any of this, not even the story entirely. I, I came up with another character juxtaposed in a different parallel uh, universe. And nothing to do with DC. DC don't come for me. <laughs> this is just to show people how art uh, can influence them in many, many, many different ways. And it's not just one way that, you know, you can look at a character, you can create your own mythology, or you can create something entirely different based off of your imagination. So, yeah, this is V, aka Vernon English, you feel me? Just updating people. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Let someone know about the podcast. If they want to link a podcast with, let me know too. I'm always down. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Peace, peace. Shkreen.